Good day to you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome again to this week's edition of the Inside Out Effect podcast. I'm your host Stephen Jakes and uh, I'm a DTO specialist, uh, a neuro reboot technician and I'm from the website healingthemind.co.uk and uh, beside me as per usual I've got the masterful and the talented and the bearded and the goggled uh, Jonathan uh, Shaw. Hello Jonathan, how are you doing? What happens to sweaty and sticky you were going to say? It's... You left that out, That's I like that because it is really hot. Okay, so beside me I've got the sweaty and the sticky and the lovely better. Jonathan there you Shaw. Go. There you go. Now Jonathan's a therapist, he's also founder of the Inside Out Effect project with myself. He's also the founder of Decoding Pain and the author of the book uh, Decoding Pain, the Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain Forever. And so today um, we have got, uh, we're in a different um, uh, environment. Uh, we're with the lovely Aisha, who we've just basically done a lovely photo shoot uh, today. Yeah, and been so fantastic. It has been really, she's been absolutely wild, marvellous. Been a good laugh. Yep, and so um, we're actually doing it from her studios here. Some lovely photographs and they're absolute professionals. So we really, really recommend uh, anybody who's thinking about having their photographs done uh, by this lovely lady. She's masterfully talented. And so we'll be putting the information uh, about her company and what she does and how to get in contact with her in the information box at the bottom. Uh, we've also got the Inside Out Effect website. Yes, uh, that's now live. Um, yep. Which uh, is uh, www.inside-outeffect.co.uk. Yes. And that's now live and official, so if you want to go and check that out, uh, you're more than welcome to. We've got our events on there. We've got our events on there. We've got several events coming up, and we've got several talks coming up on Law of Attraction. We've got a, a talk on a health and wellness day. And we've got our own four-day workshop. Four workshop and a half-day workshop coming yes. up as well yep. on uh, using DTO, actually teaching the DTO system to get law of attraction to work for you, to heal traumas, past memories, to then evoke law of attraction and make that work for you. Yeah, because ultimately it's those that block the things that we want to attract. And most people yes. that are doing all of this and believing it or even practicing it or, or are new to it, the key thing to get it to work for you 100% to work for you is to remove the things that are blocking you and that funny enough ties into what we're going to be talking about today but anyway so like I said um, we're at the uh, Aisha Goldberg uh, f- uh, for photography studio. studio thank you and you can't say it you're I right I can't say is it is there man. vodka in that water yeah it's top it, it must be it? about 30 degrees in it is it is what it must be yeah because yeah. I'm just drinking water by the gallon yes so um, and uh, Aisha's uh, website is www.ajg-photography.co.uk and um, excellent, really, really good photographer. And she's given us the, uh, the, the privilege of doing the podcast from my studio today. So thank you very much, Aisha. And so moving on. So how uh, how's your week been? It's actually been a couple of weeks um, since we've done the podcast. We say we're going to do them every week. It seems to be fortnightly, but we have been very busy with workshops and stuff. We have, yes. Um, we've been super busy and we didn't get a chance to do it last week. Um, but uh, we've, like we said, we've both been really busy, helping lots of people. You know, you've had a really busy week with clients, haven't you? Yeah, I've had. A, I mean, I've, it's, the last couple of weeks has just gone crazy for me. So, and it's great. I'm so grateful because I'm really helping people on a massive scale. So, um, share one story, one big story you had this week that that was really incredible. And no, tell tell them the story of the girl you helped recently because that was incredible. Yes, it was. And so um, I had a, I got a phone call from a lady. Um, well, actually, it was another client who I've been working with for the last few months, she met her one of her clients and her daughter's got really, really bad anxiety. I mean, to the point where if she sees a police car, hears a siren, she thinks the helicopter, if she sees a helicopter, she believes that they're out to get her. And so she was. she's basically had a very, very, very tough time through her whole life from a very, very young age um, with all sorts of terrible, terrible, terrible things that have happened to her. And I don't really want to talk about them too much, if you know what I mean. I think it's probably... Don't go into graphic details. No, graphic no. details. No. But she's had a horrendous life. But anyway, so that's left her in a state of severe anxiety about everything. Um, it affects her in her job. It affects her in her everyday life, walking down the street. And she basically, she's just a, she just really can't function. And so um, they contacted me and said, could I help? And I said, yep, come along. Um, I've, been quite, I've been really successful in the past with people with anxiety. And uh, anyway, she turned up and um, be, I told her, you know, it, I'd done my little spiel about how the mind works and how the process works. And we sat down just about to start doing the, doing the, the job. And bless her, she started. And she's, I mean, she's, in, she's only 21, but she's just like one of these, she's just such a delicate, soft soul, you know. She's like... 
Do you know, it's, she's just so endearing and mm. and she's so mild and she's just like, she was like, oh, I'm really scared. And I was like, oh. Anyway, so then, you know, um, before we even started, I had to switch off the anxiety because literally before it even started, she started getting really tearful. She's like, oh, I'm really bad. I'm really anxious now. So I switched that off and then she realised what could happen. Yeah. And once I got rid of switched off the anxiety of that moment, we went back and I cleared everything in relation to the anxiety of seeing the police, hearing the sirens, looking at a police officer. She had all of the different things about being really, really scared about... One of them was she sees herself being put in prison for something she hasn't done. Yeah. She's also in prison. For, she gets, sees herself being in prison and she's trapped and she can't escape and she gets left alone. And so she's got this huge, massive fear and anxiety about the police being arrested for something she hasn't done um there was just so much running with it but fortunately enough i was able to remove all of that of the whole so i switched off all and removed all of the beliefs and switched off all the anxiety around that one specific issue around anxiety in in about 50 minutes brilliant so and when she left i mean even her mother was sitting in on it which i don't normally do but on this occasion i did because of her age and the severity of the anxiety her mum yeah and i think she's been having treatment since the age of seven She's now 21. They've done everything. They're doing everything all the time and they've just not got anywhere. No improvement in anything. Yeah. So that's 14 years of doing stuff because it's been that bad for her. Yes. And not got anywhere. And in 50 minutes, I've already made a big hole in it. Brilliant. A massive hole in it. I've already switched off all of that anxiety. And her mum also said to me, like, you know, how she just couldn't believe the change that she saw in her in the moment, at the moment of it. And I could just see it. All of a sudden, her body just went into relaxation and just drooped and she just let go of that. And it was just such an amazing thing for me. I got so emotional inside. I mean, I was torn. I was in one one scale. I was just really ecstatic because there's some people that you really, really, really feel for them because of what they've been through yeah. and how they currently are. And she's just a really mild soul as well. And it just seems such an injustice. And so, but also... Uh, I got quite emotional by seeing her now losing that. I got really, really, I got quite sort of nearly went into tears myself. But also at the same time, I felt amazing. Yeah. I remember I drove to you yesterday and all the way to you driving yesterday, I was just sitting like, like smiling. Like, a, what did I say it was like yesterday? <laughs> like uh, saving a puppy like from drowning. saving dra- a puppy from drowning, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dra- a really weird analogy. I, um, but that's what it felt like for me. It was yeah. like, can you imagine saving a puppy from drowning? It was just yeah. like, that was the feeling I had for doing it for this girl. So, but she would have felt like she was drowning under all that emotional response. Because yeah. a lot of people do, they just drown under the, the severe emotional response they're having or the overwhelm or the panic. It just it does just feel like you are drowning and you can't you can't swim, you can't get out of it, you can't and you're just being sucked under constantly. Yeah. So to be able to release that for her or part of that in a very short space of time that traditionally is not possible and people don't believe it's possible so yeah. often you know if I have mums uh, stay in when I'm treating they have the same look on their face when their daughter or their, their child changes before their very eyes yeah. is almost like magic because they see the change happen yeah. literally instantaneously uh, and no one is taught that that's actually possible so often people just suffer until they find yeah I mean there's so many Facebook groups out there that I follow and keep an eye on especially all the mental health ones and especially some of these um, you know these healing gurus that we've got out there that are claiming that you know you can just sit and shut your eyes and heal yourself Um, you know uh, what I'm what I'm what all of the position that they come from is that what we do is impossible uh, yes, the traditional traditional therapy is 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 limited in the way it views how quick you can solve things, um, and it takes time. And I myself had that limiting belief many years back. You know, I, I actually got stuck in that belief because I was trained traditionally as well. Yeah. So when I came up with with DTO, I was surprised at how fast it was, and I actually did not believe how fast DTO was myself until I'd done it lots. Yeah. When I did it on myself, I didn't believe what I'd just done was possible. Um, so I, I understand why traditional therapy doesn't believe it, um, but uh, at the same time it's possible because we do it every single day. It's it's a little bit like you know lots of beliefs we have. You know when uh, when people said you can't run uh, a mile in under, in under a minute. They said you'd explode, but actually, when Roger Bannister did it, then later that year, eleven other people did it. Didn't run a mile under a minute. 
eight, run four, four minutes, four, right? four minutes or whatever it was. I'll tell you what, if someone did run a mile under four minutes, really, yeah. they probably would explode, mate. Whatever he did, whatever he did in under a minute, whatever it was, he was told he couldn't do it. Oh, and then that year, 11 people did the same thing. Yeah. It's like we all have beliefs uh, that, that are then proved untrue later yeah. on. Um, and this is one of those things, you know, it, it is very simple often to switch things off very quickly you can't always switch the whole thing off very quickly you can switch one part of it off very quickly yeah. and switch all the other parts off gradually over a period of time and then it goes but you can switch a, you know, memories and parts of the problem very very quickly I had a, a lovely young girl come and see me she's only 19 bless her suffering anxiety no CD and just the first block that she had was she couldn't close her eyes so for what we do yeah. we get them to, we get people to close their eyes so they can focus and concentrate and I actually had to switch that off for her first and not being able to close her eyes was actually affecting her sleep. It was one of the things, one of the triggers for her that affected her sleep. And we literally switched that off literally in a couple of minutes. So within four or five minutes, she could close her eyes and be quite comfortable. That for her was miraculous because just that alone made a massive difference to her life. Uh, we carried on and switched off other things and she started to relax and feel happier and she doesn't quite get as angry and, and she's noticing the changes. Yeah. Um, at, but traditionally she's done so much counselling that wasn't possible for her she's actually done three lots of counselling and traditionally that is not possible that's not how it happens uh, but very very quickly short space of time we're switching off the triggers and she's getting better and better and better yeah that brings me back really because I've had, I've had three or four new people this week that have come to see me I obviously tell them what I know and how the brain works and how emotions are formed and blah 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 so I do like a little 40 30 minute st- story just to, so they can understand what I'm about to do. Yeah. Right? And nearly every single one of them will say at that point, because of obviously the other therapies they've had and all the other counselling, that what I'm doing isn't... So as soon as I start doing it, in their head they're saying, how's this going to work? This ain't going to work. No. Every single one of them said, well, when you first started doing it, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how the hell is this going to do it? Yeah. And then all of a sudden... It changes. All of a sudden when you got rid of that first guilt and it's gone... And they, their subconscious goes, oh my God, this works. And then they can't really want to get out as, as quick as they can. Yeah. But all of them, every single person, obviously all been really successful. I've, I've not, again, like I said, I've not failed with anyone so far with what we do. And, but in their initial responses, how the hell is this going to do it? Yeah. Because they've got this mindset that you need to be, have PhDs and you need to be a specialist in counselling and you need to be an expert and understand the brain in order to solve or heal the problems. Well, but well, that's, the main causing the, you, that's causing the problem. Well, the main belief is you have to understand the problem. Yes. That's one of the biggest things. And, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about sabotage and beliefs. Yes. And one of the biggest beliefs that cause problems is you need to understand why you have the problem. This is a complete myth. It's complete nonsense. Uh, you cannot understand the problem when you have it. The only way to actually understand it is to switch it off and then you can see the truth behind it. Uh, and so many people try and understand it and all they do is go around and around in circles. They go inside their head, they try and analyse why it's there, they try and think about where it might have come from or why they think that way or why they feel that way. They try and change it in their brain as well because they can't accept it. So they then try and change it in their head even though it's happened in the past and they can't really change it. And they go round and round in circles and get stuck on the loop of not understanding why. But the understanding, the genuine understanding will only come when you let go of how you feel and switch off the feelings. Once you do that, your unconscious will go, oh, that's why it happened. Got it. And then you'll feel better and move on. But the traditional theory is you've got to do it the other way around. And that just doesn't work. But I see it constantly all day long. Uh, And I had a guy come and see me and he's been struggling for ages and he was recommended to me. Just a really general down-to-earth bloke, you know, Big bloke, normal bloke, works in a normal company. He's not spiritual or healer or anything like that. And he's been struggling for ages. And he he was open to the idea, but he just really didn't really think anything could help him. And within the first session, we'd switched off one of the big things that was bothering him. And like you said, when that first guilt vanished from his brain, he was yeah. like, "Oh my god, where's that gone? Yeah, where's that gone? Where's that gone? What yeah. what what what's happened?" Yeah. Uh, and he, he 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 then he then did what everyone does, which I love. They search for it. You yeah, that's what he does. You can see them searching for it in not? their brain. Yes. And they're trying to they find it. And then they it. try and bring it back. And I said, look, you can go and test this as much as you yeah. like, mate. I, I want you to test it. Go away. You test this. You will not be able to get this it's back. It's so funny you should say that. One of my friends, even now my friends are reaching out to me, which is amazing because, yeah. you know, that's when you know that you've, <laughs> you've cracked it is when the pe- your people that you've grew up with or know you from your past are now banging on your door. Yeah. So one of my old mates, 
from my team from very, before uh, yeah, I was about 16, 17 he used to knock around with this guy anyway he's reached out to me 30 years I ain't seen him for but anyway he's reached out to me he says oh, I've been listening to your podcast and it's amazing what you're doing so anyway I cleared a big thing for him yeah. right? and I said look you don't have to go because normally obviously they just clients come and go I said no 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 I said look it's really good to see you mate I said come and do it. let's have a quick coffee and have a little catch up it was like late at night it was about half nine at night it was the last client and um, anyway, so it was so funny. And I just want to get to this. So while I was asking him questions and talking to him, he would start answering or telling me what he was doing. And then in the middle of the conversation, he'd stop. And I'd see his eyes just drifting off to the left, right, where I'd know he'd gone back into his head, yeah. trying to find the thing that yeah. I'd literally just switched yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd come back into the room and he'd go, I can't find it. I said, yeah. he goes, this is mad. It's not there. I'm like, I know, Rob. I know. I've told you that's what you've done. And then he would carry on talking and then he would stop. And he'd go back into his head again, often a little daydream, yeah, trying to right, find the thing. Do, and yeah. it's so funny, and they, they yeah. do do that. They it's do really that. funny to watch people do it. And I did, I did it the first time as well. The first time I did discover this, I did that exact thing. I'd close my eyes, I'd put this belief in my head about a, a past relationship of mine, and within a few seconds it had gone. And I literally opened my eyes and searched. Yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. And I was searching in my brain, trying to find this. I mean, I still I just couldn't. I still do it. Yeah. Even when you, even when we work together and we will clear something. Maybe, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I will still go and check and say, oh, just oh, I don't know why. I don't know. It's just a natural thing. It's to a natural do. thing to do. Natural thing to do because you just can't believe it happens. But some people, but it just, does. Some people do it like epically. They they, they really just drop. like stop in the middle of a conversation and just drift off yeah. and go like into the world of their own, and then they yeah. like go, oh, it's not there, and they come back to the conversation and go. It's not there. Like, no. You were just in the middle of saying something, mate. It's like, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's really, really great. So anyway, so that's really good. So really, this, this is really brings on to the, the whole body of the podcast. Okay, before we get to the body of the podcast, yes. I have a big announcement to make. Very, very important. Although Stephen, my, my friend, my colleague... Uh, Daddy didn't say lover. Lover. I was about to say lover. I paused and I thought, you know what? People might actually take us seriously, uh, and we're not ready to come out yet. Yeah, so no. let's not do that. Yeah. Um, but but no, a, a very important announcement. Although Steve has been doing DTO for quite a few months, and he's very very good at it. I am very very strict about who I actually qualify as a DTO practitioner, and I require a lot of work for someone to put in for them to become an official qualified DTO practitioner. And I'm happy and thrilled to announce that the, Stephen is actually the second level one DTO practitioner yes, I you. qualified on Saturday, yeah. no, not sat, sat, last Saturday, no, Saturday, last Saturday yeah. at the end of a Law Attraction talk, yep. and um, you didn't know anything about it. I didn't. I surprised you with it. <laughs> I surprised you with it, but yeah. how, how did you feel? Uh, I was taken back because obviously I don't, I mean, I do, it's really weird because in my past I did, I did everything for me. Everything was for me, it was about me, it was everything had to be about what can I get out of it, where am I going, it's all about me. Yeah. And then obviously you know my past and what's happened to me, the massive traumas and the, the disappointments and the, the betrayals and all the money that's been stolen and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So now I, I do this to help other people. So uh, it was a bit of a shock really because I do this to help other people and that's why I've worked so hard because I know it works. But So they did take me and, it, and it was, I felt it was the first time that I actually got a realization of what of my journey and what I've been doing, and yeah. it sort of cemented it in for me, really, and really has made it well worth all worthwhile because my focus is so on other people and fixing and helping them that you forget where you've come from and where you're going, and that was a bit of a it was a really nice thing, and it's made me feel it's made me feel really um it's made me feel like it was all been worthwhile, you know, yeah. and uh, and I formulated a great as a teamwork, a great friendship with you, and we, you're helping me even going on to greater things so I'm really grateful it was a really really nice touch so I really appreciate it thank you no, you deserve yeah. it mate you've, you know, you've yeah. taken it into your heart you've helped me move it forward you've helped so many people I'm only one man I can only help so many people yeah. you've helped so many more people and, and I you know, I think you've done amazing work with it thank so you mate you deserve it great well onwards and upwards and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a lot more people to help in the future to come forward yeah and so but then so anyway so let's get to the podcast body so it's this is episode 12 this is about sabotage and in particular we're going to talk about what causes and creates our sabotage and in particular uh, it really boils down to three things really isn't it well maybe four so you've got your guilt responses your shames your loans responses and your beliefs and they're probably the main four that I would say are consistently creating sabotaging people and their emotional well-being or their mental health so yes let's go there um and so I know that you obviously you know you're big on this and and you've helped me with 
what I come to realise that most of my problems have been us sabotaging what we do and yeah. every time we get anything good we sabotage it or if we have a good relationship we sabotage it so let's go into that into a little bit more detail dissect it and allow the listeners and the people that are listening to actually maybe get a grasp of it and how it's how it's impacting their life okay so so the biggest the biggest um, sabotage is literally guilt and shame and the beliefs that we all have they literally generally are generated from guilt and shame that, that, that are sabotages anyway but the guilt and shame is the root so sometimes we know what we feel guilty and ashamed about but often we don't because guilt and shame is underneath all the anger the resentment the bitterness the injustice the betrayal and we don't often know it's there but actually we're feeling guilty and ashamed and the problem with that is that when we feel guilt and ashamed about something we then feel like we don't deserve we're not good enough we shouldn't we're bad we're wrong and so that when good things do happen to us we can sabotage it and we can create bad things happening to us yeah. um, and these are a lot of the belief systems that people have and they don't realise they're doing it in fact one of the beliefs that came up on the Law of Attraction training when we did it yes. was one lady's beliefs was that uh, that you have to have balance so when something good happens something bad happens yes that's right Yeah. and, and we, you know, we, we stopped and we looked and said did you hear what you just said and she kind of looked and she didn't quite get it at the beginning and then she suddenly dawned on her that that belief is actually causing bad things to happen when they don't actually need to. We're not saying bad things don't happen. What we're saying is a lot it's of people... It's not on the premise that it only happens after you've had something good happen. That's right, yes. It shouldn't be on the premise that something bad has to happen when something good's happened. Yeah. And that belief actually draws more things to her. But underneath that will be some guilt and shame about you can have guilt and shame about having a happy positive life you could feel guilt and ashamed about having a smooth life when your friends around you are having a traumatic life you can feel guilty and ashamed about being happy when one of your friends is miserable you can feel guilt and ashamed about something you did in the past that you feel really bad about and what it does is it keeps you creating negativity in your current world i have a client at the moment and she's been very challenging she's absolutely lovely and she, she, she desperately wants to get better. And I know that because she keeps turning up for the sessions. But her sabotage is stopping her from letting go of something that happened to her in the past. Very traumatic event that happened to her in the past. And she feels so guilt and ashamed about it that she wasn't letting it go. And she's actually causing so much negativity in her current life because of the shame and guilt about the past. And it's taken us a while because she was very stuck to move her forwards. Uh, but she is now finally letting go of it and moving forwards. But all it was doing was creating lots of negativity in her life. And she literally believed she deserved to be punished and didn't deserve to be happy. And this is a big thing. The guilt and shame often creates the belief we don't deserve to be happy. And so then we put an upper limit on the amount of happiness we will accept in our lives. Yes. And once we reach the upper limit, so if we're happy for one day and we're joyful... The next day, we might sabotage that and make and cause something do negative. You know what? To I used to do that all the time. Yep, it's very common. I used to do it all the time. Yeah, uh, and that's where I think the saying "you have good days and bad days." That that's it. The good days yeah, and bad. Another typical belief system. Another belief system. Good days and bad days. Yeah. And we want to point out that, that these are actually just beliefs. I know it's very. Some people may be going through things right now and going, "Well, yeah, that's what happened to me. It's just yeah, life. It's experience. It's that's just life." That's why. Yeah. Well, you've experienced it because something happened when you were younger. And now you're carrying that belief over and over and over again, and you're replaying it. And I know that's very difficult to take in, but the reason we're pointing this out is because we don't want you to suffer. We, we actually want people better. We're pointing this out for a reason. And we have a lot of people come to us, and they are in that mindset of, well, it's just good things happen, bad things yeah. happen. Have and, good days, bad good days, days, and bad days. life is just life, you know? Like, that's you just like, yeah, and, and actually that's not strictly true. There are people out there who are living happy, peaceful lives, Yes, not everything is smooth. They have griefs in life. They have life situations. But they're not constantly creating drama or negativity in their life. So if you are one of these people who's got lots of drama in your life, you've got lots of negative things happening, then that can actually be changed. It's just because something's happened when you were younger and you've developed a belief system or you're running a log guilt and shame about something yeah. and you're just drawing so, negative situations to you. So I just want to add out that we know, and I say this to absolutely everybody that comes into that to my to my clinic or my, my home and I work with them one of the first things I tell them is all beliefs drive behaviours yes okay so we know that is a fact but here's the thing if you're feeling guilty you now believe you're guilty yes that's right if all beliefs drive behaviours and you believe you're guilty you now 
behave guilty. Yeah, you never have. So that the guilt way. is the belief. Yeah. The belief drives the behaviour. Yeah. So by holding on to the guilt and believing it, you behave guilty. Yeah. You keep behaving guilty. Yeah. And one and of the false, it. one of the false beliefs is that we have one of the false beliefs is that you have to hold on to your guilt to make you a good person. Yeah. But it actually doesn't. It drives more bad behaviour. Yes. It actually doesn't make you a good person by holding guilt and shame. It actually makes you do things that aren't who you really are, yeah. not the way you want to be or behave, yeah. but you keep doing them. Yeah. And then you get feel even more guilty and ashamed, and it goes around in circles, yeah. and you start, and you can end up well, becoming someone really I mean, I, I, I speak to a lot of people, or I have a lot of people come to me, and in part of their life, they've sort of been unfaithful in their relationship. Okay? Yeah. Now, what... What they do, what they they come to because I say to people you don't know what your problem is you think you know what your problem is it isn't and when you get into it you realise the problem is the guilt so the what guilt, happens is, yeah. is they've been they've been unfaithful in a relationship for whatever reason you know whether it's right or wrong it's time here or there but at the point that they do that and they feel guilty then they have a, then a continuous pattern of being unfaithful, unfaithful. that's right, right? that's what and it does because it's the guilt of it's the guilt that keeps them making it do it over and over again yeah now what I've noticed is when you go and switch that off categorically. They no longer do it anymore. They're no longer holding that guilt anymore. That's right. And they very they tend not to do it. No. And they, so in that, in that instance, when you've actually got rid of the guilt of that that moment, that all of a sudden they change and now they can see why they kept doing it. Yes. But while they've got the guilt, they're never ever going to see it because no. it's the, because it's the belief that they need to be guilty, and because that because beliefs drive behaviours, they'll now behave more guilty and yeah. keep on doing it. That's so, they behave in ways that are bad and wrong. Yeah. Because that guilt is they're they're, they're almost. Uh, proving to themselves they are that person. Yeah. Uh, it's not solving a problem. That's one of the biggest false beliefs that guilt and shame actually stops you doing things wrong. It doesn't. It makes you do more wrong things. So the only way to switch it, stop it is to switch the guilt and shame off. However, the biggest problem with guilt and shame is it will sabotage you from getting the right help in the first place. Yeah. Now, I see this daily, and um, what I, I see is that people, people uh, when they recognise someone who can actually help them, if they feel so guilt and ashamed they don't deserve help, they will run away from the people who can help them and they will go towards people and therapists they know won't help them, that, that, that will only help make them feel better briefly, but they know it's not going to solve the problem. Anyone that they come up against which they really feel could really change them, they, the guilt and shame will override it and make you get really scared and run away unconsciously. It's not a conscious response. It's a total unconscious response. Yeah, and what they do is they keep on doing the thing that doesn't work. That's right. They'll keep on doing the thing that, that over and over again that's maintaining the problem, yeah. uh, but only because, well, it's, it's down to two reasons. It could be guilt and shame, or it could be the fact that they're just not having the right therapy and they don't know that. Yes, there is that. There is that one as well, and that, that is a big problem because people don't know what therapy to have for what problem. But sometimes we see people, and it is just their guilt and shame running their unconscious mind, preventing them from seeking out the right person. And the thing about that is once you let go of your guilt and shame, law of attraction would kick in, and attract the right person to you. And that's the beauty of that. Um, but you have to kind of recognise you do want to do it at that moment in time. Yeah. Um, and I and mean, I think the other thing as well is what people really need to become aware of is that everyone's got guilt and shame. Everyone. Everyone's Our whole life. Yeah. But the thing is, is that we don't... The problem is, is, is that when we, when we experience that guilt and shame, we're also formulating a belief yes. with it. Yes. Oh, well, I've done that. I don't deserve... So, I, right, here's, here's a great one. So there's a lady, lady coming to see me at the moment. She was unfaithful in her first relationship. She said, and she said to me this, she said to me this, ever since I've been unfaithful, everybody's been crapping on me. And it's karma. No, yes, not right? karma. It's karma. No. It's, it's my karmic payback because I've done it to them. Now I'm, now I'm expecting it back to me. Yeah. So that's what's happening. Yes. But it's the belief of that the belief. that's creating the behaviour yes. towards her and she's yeah. allowing it. So that's right. Because, because you it's believe it's guilt. karma. It's the guilt and shame. But actually, if you switch guilt and shame off, that will stop. One of the biggest beliefs that I've never really had is karma. And that's great. But unfortunately, there are bad people out there who don't have anything bad happen to them. Yeah. So where's the karma? Well, it's not that. They just don't feel guilty about something. Um, now, now, the energetically big, the, as well, you might want to talk about that when you're running that, what you attract. Yeah, when, when you're running that guilt and shame, you are just, you're vibrating a negative energy. You're vibrating a really negative response, an angry, a, 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 a fearful response, and that will drag negativity to you. Yeah, well, it, also, it will also trigger 
anger, resentment, jealousy, hate. So every time you have one of these feelings where you'll get angry or you're getting really despondent or you've, you're just throwing your toys out your pram or whatever it is or you're resentful, whatever, I guarantee you underneath that will be guilt. Guilt, yeah. It'll it. Guilt or shame underneath that every single time. And the way to just change that is to just switch it off. Uh, I know that I was creating a lot of problems in my life through yeah. guilt and shame. Uh, some of the things I felt guilty about... I was just creating so many problems just because I felt guilty and ashamed about things. And uh, and it just, it was, once I switched that off, those problems sort of vanished and disappeared. Yeah, well, here's a, here's a, here's a great thing. Well, I don't like to talk about me, uh, but we did a treatment for myself on Monday, yes. last Monday. Yes. And I think that there's a lot of stuff around my old business, my old business partner and the people that, yeah, I would say worked with me, but worked against me. Yeah. Uh, but those guys... Um, so, I mean, I think we only did a little little session, but I reckon we just focused on the guilt and shames around that and all the shames around it. And I reckon we must have had 15. Yeah, it was quite, yeah, it was quite About 15. Yeah. So the point I'm making this is, is that it's all those things that are causing all my problems and I'm holding it on to it. Just all of those things, all just those guilt and shames around yeah. that. So, And so when you realise that, that that's happening in just one area of your life in your past, think about that, Yeah, you know, going all the way back and how many of those you've got running and fundamentally going back to what you're saying is you're vibrating on that on that gilf 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 yeah you're vibrating gilf yeah uh you're vibrating that guilt and therefore you also got those beliefs and this is what's also going to stop you the having or attracting the things in law of attraction as well yeah uh, and also it's going to stop you from having anything happy in your life because you will sabotage it yeah and and the guilt and shame it kind of falls into two categories it can be something real or something false. So you can feel guilty and shame about something you've actually done. So you know that you've done it and society would deem that as wrong. But you can all equally feel guilty and shame about something that you haven't actually done. You just perceive you've done. Uh, and I kind of have you know a couple of stories relate to that. So I, I've treated all types of problems uh, from very severe things. People have been really violent. Uh, people who have actually um, killed people. People who have actually... Um, uh, been abused, people who have stolen things, people have done all kinds of crimes and I will actually get them to forgive themselves and get rid of shame and guilt yeah, because I, I know that if they don't they're going to do, do it again, they're yeah. going to repeat the process. Now they know they've done something wrong technically, society says well you shouldn't be doing that and I'm not disagreeing with that, I'm not disagreeing that you know hurting someone is wrong but carrying the guilt and shame will actually prevent a problem, will cause a problem and make them repeat the behaviour. But I have one client who believes uh, that she murdered her mother at four years old because she ran at her mum with uh, something in her hand and hit her mum with it. Uh, now, her mum looked at her and laughed, and her mum was alive for another 20 years afterwards. Uh, she died of old age, natural causes. Uh, she did not cause any harm to mother whatsoever, but she's believed since she was four years old that she murdered her mother at that time now it's not real because her mum was alive for 20 years but that guilt and shame of that and there were so many of them she's now coming out of it so many of them that caused her to beat herself up so much and punish herself that she did not deserve anything because she really believed that at four years old she'd murder her mother now even logically she could not look at it and go well I didn't do it because even though she knew her mum lived for another 20 years she still couldn't look at it logically and go I didn't do it her emotional response was so high so we can have guilt and shame about perceptions of things that we haven't actually done. When people blame us for things, when people say uh, always blaming us and it, they're always putting blame on you, we then feel bad if we're good people. The problem with that is that when someone blaming, they're not really taking responsibility for their part in it either. Yeah. And that's not good. When any, whenever there's two people have a problem, you both have the problem. You're both running an energy about it. It's not just one side or another it's both of you and you both have to take responsibility when someone is blaming you they're just projecting their stuff onto you so you yeah. don't need to feel guilty about it but we do no, as they, good human it, beings yeah that's what it is so they, they, they're running the guilt yes they're running the guilt so then they push it on you and they try and make you push it on right. you and yeah. then they think they've got some victory see I told you it was you yeah. but really and you feel really bad about it because because you you, you you know you, that you, you just because you, you, <laughs> you question it and you go around yeah. in circles but actually they're projecting just all of their stuff on you now I'm not saying you didn't play a part in it but the part of guilt that we take on then is then their guilt we're taking on we're yeah. not taking on our own stuff that's right so there's there's things that we have done and things we haven't done and sometimes the perception of what we what we've done when we haven't can be very severe like the lady that I told you and it, it can feel very very real 
And then there's the story of the lady who I told you who did do something in her past life, that it was an action she took, and she she beats herself up about it because the way she was raised, it was wrong and you don't do that, and she's been suffering forever. But not only is she suffering, her she knows that her two children now are suffering, and her friends around her are suffering yeah. because she can't cope emotionally. She's she she's become a wreck a lot of the time, yeah. and she's aware of that. But she's fighting the sabotage to come on the session every time, which is great. That's not pushing away. She really wants to be free of it. She was just really stuck. But we are getting through it now and moving through it. Yeah. So I think I think one way, which good way, I just want the viewers to connect with sabotage because um, some people might listen to this and not realise it. But for example, it's when you're sitting at home and you're sitting there thinking, "Do you know what? I am going to go. I am. I really." You know, you get in them. I'm going to go and join the gym. I'm going to go and do that. Yeah. I really, really want to go and join the gym. I deserve to do it. I need to get fit. I'm not doing any exercise. And then all of a sudden, you just find loads of reasons not to do it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Right? You go, oh, well, it's late. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, oh, I need something to eat. It's a bit like procrastinating. <laughs> It's procrast- you know, yeah, procrastination is guilt and shame. I yeah, don't think that's what it is. Yeah. Shame, yeah. So, people think they're being lazy. No, it's just guilt and shame. Yeah, exactly. So I just want people to realise that every time that you aren't being in having integrity to yourself, when you say you're going to do something and then not do it, chances are that sits underneath it is guilt and shame. It does, every single time. Um, people. Yeah. And then what we'll do is we'll make up a, we'll make up a load of nonsense. Yeah. Of why we don't of do why it. Why we don't do it? Yeah, yes. just, make make up up shit. just make yeah. up shit. Oh, and can't. then we'll believe that shit we've made up. Yeah. And then now you're behaving in that way. That's right. But it's yes. all fantasy. It's all fairy tales. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing how the unconscious works. And you know, I, I've treated procrastination as we're talking about that. And underneath that, it actually has nothing to do with the guilt and shame. Is not about what you're trying to do. It might be a guilt and shame about being successful, yeah. or it might be a guilt and shame about failing if you get it wrong, or if you if you don't succeed in it. Yeah. It's not normally about the little action you're trying to take at the time. It has nothing to do with being lazy. People think oh, I'm just lazy. No, it's not. And no one is actually lazy. Um, it, it's just there's there's guilt, so much guilt and shame underneath. We just don't know it exists. Yeah, what we're happens not is it's really, really successful, and then it might mean that I'm really happy. Well, I don't deserve to be happy. Exactly. That's so that's a sabotage. Thing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I say that's one of the biggest ones. People these days feel they don't deserve to be happy, and that comes. And I, from... I get so many. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Go on. No, no. I was going to get. I get so many. So I don't deserve it. I'm not worth it. I'm not good enough. Yeah, very, very. Common. I all of the time. Nearly everyone will come to me and I'll say, yeah. "Well, why don't you think you can be happy? Well, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Well, I don't deserve it. Yeah. Well, I'm just not good enough. Well, why are you not good enough? Well, I'm not good enough. I get so many people. Nearly every. Nearly. Eighty yeah. percent of my people that will come up. And the not good enough and the not deserving usually comes from. Uh, something you've done in the past, you feel guilty about. It's actually something you've done that you know deep down was wrong. Like, like we often feel guilty. A lot of my clients, they feel guilty about the way they broke up with someone or breaking up with someone. They feel bad about doing that. Or they feel guilty because uh, they hurt someone in the past. So they're carrying all that guilt and shame and what it does, it causes them to hurt more people in the future because they're still running that programme. But that is that lack of deserving usually comes from things that we've actually done where we an action we took that we know technically was wrong or we hurt somebody. Yeah. And again, you've got to switch that off because it will just drive that behaviour in the yeah. future. You'll just do it more and more. Yeah. Um, and that's what I see every single day. And that's what was happening with me as well. I was doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think this is a misunderstanding. When you actually know how the brain forms and what's really going on, you've got to realise that there's a part of your brain that from the day you're born to the day you die, is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, year after year after year, and it records Everything. What about Christmas Day? Uh, well, for some people, it might not. They might, okay. they might switch oh, off. That I, thought, day. I thought it was. Um, but no it's re- run, no respite. But, yeah, but anyway, it's running all the time, and it's recording everything. What about it records Pancake everything. Day? Um, no, I think it's off that day. Doesn't it? No, so it's okay. 363 days. 63 days, yeah. So from. Christmas Day and Pancake Day yeah. might be off, but the other days it's that definitely would, on. That's it. That's why it explains why I'm not guilty for eating pancakes. That, that's <laughs> why it might be. I don't feel guilty for receiving presents from no, Santa either. It's brilliant. It's great, but that's running all the time. And um, and uh, now I've lost completely forgot what I was going to talk about. You were saying that there's a part of the brain, yeah, I know, that is I, on I forgot, constantly all I forgot the time. The point. You forgot the point. Yeah, maybe there wasn't a point. Maybe you're no, just rambling. Was, no, there was a good point. There was a point. Sorry, mate, yes. I just ruined your point. Yeah, wait, come back to it later on. That's You'll remember right. it in a minute. I will do. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, oh no, that's right. So you know, uh, we, so when we have the guilt and shames, it, so. Your brain's recording everything from the day you're born to the day you die. And like I said, so what happens is, is that people don't realise that all those things that they've done in the past, 
bad things or where they've hurt somebody or they've stolen something or they've done something wrong or whatever, their subconscious knows that. Yes. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all hardwired neurologically. It's all recorded because when you've had an emotional response to, uh, to an event, yeah. you get like an emotional timestamp. Yeah. You get this emotional timestamp in your brain every time you have an emotional response to an event. So every time you do that and you feel guilty or do something, it's in there. And they're the things that later on in life, that's why we start getting worse and worse and worse, I believe, over a period of time. Because we do more things, we have more guilt, we have more shames, and it sort of slows you down, and you do less and less and less, and you start feeling worse and worse and worse because it's all of those things. But here's the thing, is that when you come and see a specialist that can do this and can go back and switch off all those guilts and shames from all of those past behaviours or beliefs or things you've made up, or guilt socially, for example, you know, you didn't give something to Blue Peter because of bring and buy sale and, you know, or whatever it is, you know, from when you were a kid, when you actually can go back and switch them off, your life instantly and dramatically improves and you get more energy and you start doing more things and you're no longer feeling that I'm not good enough, I don't deserve it. Yeah, anymore right. in your life. That's right. nope. So, you know, the, the point I'm making, you can't escape your past, but actually you can switch it off. You switch it off. You switch, you're, you're not switching off the past, you're switching off how you feel response. about the past. Yes. You're switching off the way you feel about the past. Yeah. You can't change what's happened. You have to accept what's happened and move on. But you can't always do it logically. You have to switch off the emotional response and the belief about the past. And then what happens is your body heals, your mind heals. You become happier, more peaceful, you become more successful, you make yeah. more money, and people actually get younger. Yeah. They actually reverse aging. It's a really great, it's really say, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he, Steve's got much younger since I've known him, and people do. You see the change almost instantaneously. Yeah. Their skin feels better, they feel more energized, their body lets go of all the toxins, they pee more things out and let go of crap, yeah. and so then the body heals. And so you look younger because the age that most people are is not really the age they are. They shouldn't be looking as old as they are. It's just because of all the, the stress, all of the guilt, the shame. That's well, there's also down the nonsense beliefs as well. And there's all, all the beliefs that people yeah. have formulate through their everyday life, the people they meet, the people they speak to, what they're fed on the news, blah, 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 blah. But that also contributes because once you have all these beliefs that actually take you away from the problem, you're sort of stuck in a belief that keeps you away from the problem and the problem could never be solved or healed. Yes, that, that's one of the biggest problems. We all have really weird beliefs that actually keep us in a, a fear, a suffering or a victim mentality. Yeah, absolutely. And if, this is the way to check whether something is working for you, whether a belief you have is working, is ask yourself, and is what I'm believing keeping me in fear, keeping me suffering, or keeping me in a victim mentality? If it is, it's not working, it's not right, it's just going to keep you stuck. So, uh, you know, a typical belief system that I see all the time, people with neck pain, is, oh, well, it's just my pillow. Mm, well, no, it's not really, because you slept on that pillow for how many years? Uh, it's the same, or the mattress, it's the mattress. Well, you've had that mattress for how many years? Yeah. No, it's not the mattress and pillow. I've had this loads of times with people, and it's never the mattress and pillow ever. But they then buy into that, so that belief now keeps them suffering, yeah. because... Unless they change it, but they still have the neck pain yep. if they change it. Um, it they also suffer because they spend more money to buy a new pillow or mattress, and well, that's doesn't, doesn't change anything. Mentality as well. Yeah, <laughs> you're now victim to it. Yeah. You can't solve the problem because yeah. you might buy another pillow or mattress, might make it feel a bit better, but the pain's still there. Yeah. And so you're a victim financially. You're a victim. Yeah, from the other aspects of health. So in that case, you've got a suffering victim mentality. If you just stop that and go, wait a minute, something's wrong with my neck. I need to look at that, and get it sorted yeah. by someone, and fix it. Um, there's a, a guy um, in Australia and he had neck pain when he came on to me um, we was doing business stuff but he had neck pain and he just said oh yeah it's just because I pulled it the other day mate and he's, he was having physio for it well in about an hour I switched that off for him so the pain wasn't there this was a few weeks ago and it, his neck felt a lot better um, another lady of mine I was helping her with her neck and shoulder pain we got rid of all of that um, but then all of a sudden one day she pulled her back in the garden and even though I'd got rid of her, her chronic neck and shoulder pain, because this was technically an injury, she went off the chiropractor. Now, she had a session booked with me a few days later, but she'd been to chiropractor and he'd kind of helped a little bit, but she was still in agony. And um, within a few, within about an hour, uh, 30, 40 minutes actually, I'd switched most of that pain off. And she couldn't believe it. She couldn't, even though I'd fixed her chronic pain, yeah. she couldn't correlate I could do the same thing with an injury because in her brain, an injury was different. Yeah. And that's another big problem. We, we, we believe all this nonsense yeah. and we don't know it's nonsense because yeah. we've heard it for so long. 
And we just believe. And, and also, true. logically, it sort of makes sense. Yeah, which logic is what, makes which sense. is what I want to move on to about beliefs. Yes. Because there's a whole load that I get addressed to me. I see it on YouTube. I see it on Facebook. I hear it from people. And I used to have these myself. So that's how I know that these don't work. Yeah. So, for example, the number one thing is that people will come home from work and... And what they'll do is they'll be sitting watching the TV, they'll be watching EastEnders or, you know, and, and Deck or whatever, and they've got their glass of wine because obviously they, they like wine. They're not, you know, they don't yeah. got anything running that makes them want to move away, but they need to change the state. Yeah. But what will happen is, is that they'll sit there and they'll go, do you know what? Oh, I'm really unhappy. I've had enough. My life ain't working. I ain't earning enough money. I hate my job and my life's not working. And they'll feel really, really crap and they'll feel really, really down and they don't like that feeling. And they feel, I need to do something. I need to, I need to, I want to do something about my life, right? Yeah. So what they do is they go, and this is the thing. Now they now they've got this emotional response. What they're going to do is they make up shit. So now they go, oh, I know what I need to do. If I go to the gym, yeah. If I go to the gym, right, and I start doing exercise and I start feeling better about myself, all of a sudden, all this stuff that I've got is going to make me better. And they go, do you know what? That's so they believe that. All yeah. belief drive behaviours. So. They now, the behaviour is they go and sign up to the so gym. So you go and pay a membership. Go and pay for a membership. Now, yeah. the next night, they're down there. They're all the thing. Oh, hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, great, great. Oh, no, I'm really brilliant, actually. And you're on this high because you think you're doing something positive and your life's going to change. And then after three weeks, the motivation's gone and then the feeling comes back. And you go, oh, actually, the gym hasn't really Didn't done work. it. Right? So and then they what, sit there for a few months. Yeah, and yeah, and they sit there for a few months and they go back and they go, I know what it is and it's... it's I'm not getting enough sleep. Yeah, that's so it. So now, all of a sudden, now they're now getting into a new sleep regime. So now they're going to the gym. Yeah. And they're, doing, and they're now sleeping, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that doesn't work. And they go, right, I need to change my diet. I need to drink more water. Yeah. So now they're drinking loads of more water. They're eating their quinoa. They're having all their pasta. They're doing all this religious, not religious, but religiously doing their, their food. And they're telling everybody about how many few pounds and ounces they're losing and eating more fish. And, and all of a sudden, they realise that actually, they're now going to the gym. They're now eating their diet. They're now sleeping. But they still feel like crap. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it'll be, well, I need to move home. It's this house. <laughs> yes. I need to move the house. Yes. So now they've moved home and they're at the gym. And, and they still just keep doing more and more and more made up stuff until all of a sudden they've now maxed out their income. Yeah. They're now skint because they're paying for a gym membership. They're having this really expensive diet. They're spending about £400 a day on water. Uh, they've now moved home. Um, they've now changed their car. They've even sacked Derek and bought in Bob or sacked Sheila and bought in Deirdre because it was yeah. him. It was him that was causing yeah, it. Yeah. Their relationship. And now it's you. You're my problem. I was all right until I met you. And I'll just keep making stuff all the time. But it's those belief systems that actually are, sat- that are causing the problem because actually... It's the guilt and shame underneath it yeah. that, that are actually causing the problem. It. And the belief is always is something external to us as the problem. Yeah, external. It's internal. So I had a client, lovely, lovely lady. Um, she's a good friend of mine. I saw her yesterday, actually, and she's um, uh, she's doing really well. But one of her belief systems um, was... I was We cleared a load of stuff out for her. We cleared her pain. We cleared yeah. her anxiety. cleared yeah. her belly button phobia. Um, we, we, <laughs> now, that's a good one. That's so a new one. shouldn't laugh. That was a new one. No, she had a belly one. button phobia. Yeah. Um, we toned her up because she lost the bloating really quickly and the body toned yeah. up literally in, in, in days. And loads of things healed up. And then she came in... She was come back for a session one day and I said, oh, what are you doing the weekend? She said, I'm going down to Dorset. Why? Well, I was thinking about moving. Why? Well, I don't feel free where I am. I was like, whoa, 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 stop. Yeah. So the, the key is I don't feel. I don't, that's a feeling you have. Anytime you have a feeling, the only way to resolve that is by resolving the feeling, not change something in your external world. Yeah. So I said, look, please, by all means, go to the doors and have a nice break. But before you make any life-changing decisions, yeah. just let me clear that first. And so we did. She came back for the next session. We cleared that. And she then went... Oh, Moved to Hampshire. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, she... How did you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she said, oh, I don't need to move now. And she still yeah. lives where she was originally. Yeah, yeah. And she feels free. Yeah. And we actually had this conversation the other day. She can't remember that feeling of not feeling free. And since she's done that, she's had so many opportunities up for travel, yeah. for work abroad, yeah. and for doing more things. And she now feels free. Yeah. But before what she would have done, she would have moved to Dorset and not felt free. Because she was addressing the wrong problem. Yeah, we're always trying to change things in the environment. In we always change trying to we're always trying to change something in our environment or something externally, 
or learn or learn something, something new, new to change a to feeling, change a feeling inside, inside of us. Yeah, or a belief or a behaviour. Yeah, that's but, happening inside. But the feeling is inside. You must change the feeling inside. The external thing will never ever work. do that. It won't work. It, it might work temporarily, but it will never work long term, and then you'll crash again. Yeah, but the only reason it worked, it will work temporarily, is because of the belief that you think it's going to work, and then or, you cultivate these fake um, feelings of it's going to happen and it's going to work out in the end, and you think, "Yep, yeah, I know, I'm going to be all right now." And then yeah. all of a sudden, when the realization comes in and kicks you in the scrotum, you're, you're back to feeling really, really crap again because you're just deluding yourself. You're just making up shit, believing it to distract yourself from it. And we're not knocking you for that because. The, you know, we all want to get on better and we don't want to have those feelings or experience those feelings. But the fact of the matter is, is do something that's going to work for you. Stop spending your money and wasting your time and yeah. buying all this YouTube nonsense about beliefs and what you've got to push through the fear and you've got to be get motivated or you've got to do this practice or you've got to go and do this. You need to do this three times a week. No. Yeah, no. All of these practices, they, all these things the, the, we get just taught to, sell to do, you something. it's just to sell you something and it's also designed to... They're, they're, everyone's trying to do their best, but unfortunately, like I was and like Steve was in the past, when I was telling people what I was doing, it still wasn't actually working for me. I was doing very similar things. I was telling people we need to meditate, need to, yeah. to to think positively, and things like this. And these things weren't actually working for me, so I had to find a different way of doing it. I didn't keep doing the same thing, um, but a lot of people do. And we don't want you to be doing this. That's why we're explaining it to you. So many people do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And that is insanity, as Einstein said. And the only way to solve an internal feeling is to deal with a feeling. However, we both do know that the internal feeling is very, very scary. And that's why you don't really want to go to it. We are so frightened in this day and age of our emotions yeah. and the way we feel... We don't touch them because we're scared of what they mean. We're scared of what, they actually, what they're going to do to us. We're scared of how we're going to feel if we go near them. So a lot of the people I see, they've suppressed them all because they either couldn't handle them, they didn't know what they were going to do, they, couldn't, they, they don't know who they're going to be if they bring it up, they don't know how they're going to cope. And they're and so socially, frightened how they feel. And socially as well, we, we, uh, especially in the very masculine area of sport and also uh, the construction industry, we call it banter. I like to call it banter, you know what I mean? It's banter. So I don't mean anything by it, it's banter. But what happens is is that people are afraid to actually really be themselves and talk yes. about how they feel because afraid of being mocked or afraid of being ostracised or being singled out for all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And actually, even though that's banter between geezers, it's actually causing a lot of people a lot of problems. And I was speaking to, we were speaking to a lady who said that actually suicide in the construction industry is at all-time high. Yes, that's right. Uh, but we're frightened of, of our emotional responses about yeah. things. So people are now frightened of expressing an emotional response in public because somebody else might have an emotional response and be offended by it. Yeah. This is insanity. If you are offended by something, you are taking it personally. Yeah. That is your emotional response. Yeah, that's your problem. That is, that your, is your response. to it. It's your trigger to it. Switch that shit off. Yeah. That is causing you a problem. Um, and everyone else <laughs> and everyone else around you yeah. um, it's not and the person who is now frightened to be themselves they're now frightened to to actually express themselves and say how they really feel about things don't get me wrong there there are there are different levels of that and there are extremes if someone is being genuinely offensive but most of the things these days that we find that people find offensive there's nothing to take offence at it's just someone explaining something and, and it's just someone expressing how they feel or the way they think about something and we often take offence at that but that is just your response and we're so frightened of how we feel and we never look at how we actually feel so we end up blaming the other person saying it's their fault yeah, we, we never look at outside world what our response is yeah. and go well how am I actually feeling now I'll give you an example I had this of a situation recently and I had a situation with a friend of mine and um, I'd upset him he'd upset me and I, it doesn't seem like a way to resolve it um, but what I did was is I looked at what I was actually feeling I looked at what I was feeling in me not about the situation or the person yeah. but in me what I was actually feeling what was your I, response I, what was my response and I worked out you know I was actually feeling uh, a little bit jealous about the scenario um, because he actually uh, he actually they both have something that I want uh, they, they have uh, an amazing love and I want that in my future and I was a bit jealous of that and I was feeling a little bit inferior as well um, because everyone likes this guy. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, everyone gets on with him really well. 
So I was thinking, why am I not? Why am I not able to get on with this person? And that was all about me. It was not. A, once I went to that, a lot of the anger and the frustration dissipated. Yeah. A lot of the thing that I was taking personally just vanished. Right. So it, I, it was about me. It was my response was how I was feeling about me, and that's what it always is in any situation. Yeah, it is always how we are taking it personally. And that is the biggest problem. And the problem of the world today is we everyone takes everything personally, which is just ridiculous. And the world's just gone completely potty with that. Yeah. But you don't have to be that way. You can let that go. And when you do, your life is happier, more healthy, more joyful. Free, calm, relaxed. And you and I can tell you that factually for myself. I'm just yeah. so at peace. I'm such a peaceful person, a happy, smiley person. Yeah. But it's only because I had to go back and change yes, all that change stuff. how you're feeling yeah. what you're believing and literally everything is a belief I hear beliefs people all, all day long people's belief systems and they don't know it's a belief they believe it's a fact yeah. um, but if you're watching the news it is a fact yeah, yes and if you're told by a doctor it's a fact as well yeah. um, and newspapers and, yeah and if everything everything's a fact these days yeah. and I see so many people suffering in pain and anxiety and they, they're believing something and that belief is just not true. And that's stopping them from finding the problem. Uh, so, so. Well, I was going to go back to, I, I, I mean, I follow some of the, the mental health groups and I put a post on there the other day because someone was talking about um, that he was in such a bad way of anxiety. And I said, well, if you've really got a problem with anxiety that bad and you want to heal it, go and listen to my podcast. So I posted the, my pod, our podcast yeah. details on the Inside Out Effect website. So go and listen to, go and listen to the podcast, right? Yeah. Then I had a lover lady underneath turn around and say, I think, accuse me of talking absolute nonsense and that there is no cure for depression and anxiety. It is a disease and management is the only option in big capital letters. Yes. Now, while we understand where that lady's coming from, the problem is that we've actually switched off anxiety and depression people, yeah. and we've done yeah. it in ourselves yes so which one is true you have to look at what's fact for what's actually happened mm. not just a belief system this lady has obviously never experienced it being switched off she doesn't know anybody and she's been taught that's a fact but in this day and age it's not a fact because if one person can do it yes. other people can Absolutely. do it and one of the biggest beliefs the biggest beliefs that people have is well we're all different yeah we're all different and that is not true our personalities and our characteristics are different, but in my 20 years experience, if you're suffering in chronic pain or anxiety and depression, the same thing causes it in everybody. Not traditionally, no, but traditionally, you can't fix it. But if you look at it at a very specific thing causes it, it is always that cause. And there is always the same cause for everybody. And I treat it the same way every single time. When people come to me in chronic pain, there are three causes of pain and that's it. Yep. Chronic stress, poor flexibility, poor movement. Everything else that you've been told or you believe is, a, is, a, is just a symptom. Those are the only three causes. Yep. So when people come to me and they go, oh, it's my pillow. Oh, it's arthritis. Yep. Oh, it's because I had a car accident five years ago. No, it's poor chronic stress, poor movement and poor flexibility. When I address one of those three things, it goes. When people come to me with anxiety, they go, oh, I'm anxious because, uh, because this happened. Because of this happened, happened, other, I, know, I get this one as well. <laughs> it's no, like... it's because you're feeling attacked or powerless. That's it. They're and the if only you two... just address that, yeah. the anxiety will go. Yeah. That's all you have to address. Yeah. People are not different. The reason it's not different is because you're going into fight and flight. And fight and flight is a biological response. And all biological responses are the same. Yeah. Now, the emotions you feel about it when you go into it, they might be different, but that's irrelevant. At the moment, you're going into the biological response, and that's what me and Steve switch off, yes. the biological response. Yeah. And it's biology. It's, it's a biological response in your body, so it's going to be the same. We're not talking about your characteristics. We're not talking about your personality, although it does affect those things. We're saying that it's biological in nature, so it's always going to be the same thing. Yeah, I mean, also, the thing is that we turn off the biological response, but we also turn off the learnings and the beliefs associated to it. That's because right. Because they're all made up in the instance that aren't even true either. You made and them then up. It, And then, it, therefore, what actually happens is, is your personality improves. Yes, you become you nicer. You become a better person you because you kinder. switch off all of the nonsense beliefs that are made up around the anxiety. Yeah. And I had, and I mean, I don't, I mean, we're getting there, but I, I mean, the proof of the pudding is that girl on my sofa, before it even started, felt powerful. I switched it off. She was anxious in tears. Oh, I'm scared. I feel powerless. I switched it off. Then she was, oh, it's gone. There you go. There's proof to put in. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's amazing. I, I used to be a very. I never really liked people when I was younger. If I'm honest, I used to entertain them all the time, being a magician. But I never really liked people. And the more I switch off, the more I actually really really like people. And I was, and, and the more I attract nice people to me. When I didn't like people, I attracted negative people to me. Not big things, just small little situations. Yeah. And now I've I've started liking people. I was in the spa the other day, and uh, with a friend, and this couple just walked in, and they didn't have a pound full of lockers. And usually I've just completely ignored it, but I didn't. I just flicked him a pound. Said, "Here you go, mate. Have that." And he went, "Oh, am I going to pay you back?" And I said, "It's all right. Don't worry. A pound's okay. It's fine." And I smiled. I had a nice interaction with them. Whereas in the past, I would never have done something like that uh, because I just never liked people. I was frightened of them. My dad actually made me fearful of people. Yeah. He actually made me believe that oh, everyone's bad and out to get you, and oh, these people are that and these people are that. And so I grew up with this belief that people are not safe. They're not nice. And so I carried that into my adult world. Yeah, it's funny that. And and I then started attracting that more and more. Yeah. And was now as I switch more things off, the more I switch off, the more the more I see good people. Yeah, I, I say this all the time. When I go out my front door, yeah, the sun's shining. Yeah. I go down into the town on my bike, and I said this in another podcast. And everybody's sitting in the patios, having their coffees, holding doors open for each other, yep. queuing up nicely in Tesco's for their vegetables, all having a conversation. There'll be black people, white people, Chinese people, Asian people, all mingling, all talking, and they're all going, going about their day and all smiling. Some people looking rather miserable and all going about their thing. Yep. I don't see... People running into shops, stabbing people, running in, stealing things, causing problems, all this hoo-ha, all this bad stuff going on in the world, which we're led to believe. Hear that word? Believe. My experience is not that. Is not that, no. And, and all the people I meet, generally, are nice, caring, kind people. Even the ones that do have a little bit of an issue about them. Deep down underneath... They're, they're loving, co- kind... They're loving, kind people. And the reason people. why they're behaving that way is because they've got guilts and shames. And, That's and, right, yeah. And I know that anyway. But as a rule... You go out in your world tomorrow and you tell me if you actually see what you read in the newspapers or see in the TV and and if so, get back to me. It might be different in some of the inner cities because obviously it's a bit different there, but generally as a rule, you don't experience what you're, what you're told to believe and so that ultimately then drives your belief, drives your behaviours. You're going to behave in that, in that way and, uh, and, that's, and that's a big problem for, the, for us. But a lot of time people who do attract a lot of that to them, it is the belief that's attracting yeah, and drawing you into yeah. your world. And I know it's very hard to believe with some people and that's a really big concept to grasp. So, so you know, we understand it's a big concept and if you're in it, you're, you're going to probably completely disagree with us. Yeah. The problem is we switch things off for that with people and their reality has changed. Yeah, completely. And I've switched off Steve's reality. Steve did see You switched off my reality, I mate. I don't off, even know where swi- I am. Switched off his past reality <laughs> and so now he does attract nice people and yeah. and me too. Yeah. And I'll give it up. The problem is we're all taught in this world that we're not very powerful. We're taught that we have no power or anything and a lot of people in fear over things and I'll give you an example one of my clients um, she had a problem uh, a few months back because she was des- destined to go somewhere uh, she had a, 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 a retreat booked somewhere I don't know where it was and at that particular time the airline had recalled all of their planes because there was something dangerous on them and now my clients did have a fear of flying we actually switched it off for her but of course this event sort of brought it back a little bit this was, she wasn't frightened she was like well I shouldn't go and I said, well, I actually said to her, how are you creating this? And she went, I'm not creating, I'm not, I'm not in control of airplanes and the government and, 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 the, and, the, and the airport and things, I can't control that. I said, I, and I said, I get that, but how are you creating yourself being blocked to doing this retreat? Because she was confused now about whether she should do the retreat. Yeah. And she was like, oh, we shouldn't go, we shouldn't do this. And yeah. oh, I, wasn't, I was feeling bad about it anyway. And I said, well, let's just look. Feeling bad about it anyway. She was confused about it anyway. Yeah. And I said, well, and we're sitting in a garden and she was very, even though I'd switched off a lot of things for her and she had a very open mind, she was really stuck on this because in her head, this situation could not be changed and there's no way she'd be creating this problem. So I said, look, just, just think, put the airline bit aside for a second. What, what, underneath it, what are you really feeling about doing this event? What's the guilt and shame? And she went through it and I don't actually think we switched anything off. I can't remember. Um, but I saw her the other day and she'd been dying to tell me what happened literally the next day something had flipped from the conversation something had flipped in her brain she'd made a decision and she'd done, gone, gone and done something else and literally the next day the airlines came on and said it's totally safe now it's fine 
literally in 24 hours and before that time. they were not they were not they were not they were not there was going to be ages they were not going to yeah. take them off nothing it was too dangerous and all of a sudden it changed within hours yeah. um, now if 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 they whatever was in her way she removed it by taking the right action yep. that day when we spoke and then literally a few hours later it changed yeah and that happens constantly. It does for all my clients. It happens all the time, and even with big things like that, it happens yeah, constantly. Do you know what all the mayors say? They go, well, it's just coincidence, it's just coincidence isn't it? it? That's what they say um, all the time. Well, but, it's coincidence. But the universe is rarely so lazy. Yeah, and, that's right. And the thing is, you can say that's coincidence, and that's great, but we see it constantly with our clients every single day. And it always happens when we clear something. And it always happens. Yeah, as soon as we clear something, yeah. the universe moves, yeah. and whatever was blocking them suddenly is unblocked. And now it's not a problem any longer yeah. because you are literally creating your blocks. Whatever it may be, you're drawing it into the environment. Yeah. So, and the biggest thing, as we said, is sabotage. So that's what we want to hone into you guys today, that if you're blocked or you're stuck, you're probably sabotaging yourself and guilt and shame is the biggest response yeah. that's causing the problem. Great. So I think that's been a very good pop 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 pop. We're, we're, we're getting a lot of people challenges on that one. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. good because people. I think people really need to start looking at uh, their reality and looking at the things that are stopping them and blocking them. Everybody, we're here to give you advice to help you make have a better life and to for you to expand and we and by making your whole emotional experience of life better as well. And these are the key things. And we know this because it works for us time and time and time again with everyone. So anyway, so that's been a really good podcast like i said um so if so i think we're going to leave it there for today yeah um obviously we've launched the uh the website now www.insideout.insideoutpodcast.co.uk that's specifically if you want to get in touch with myself and jonathan and if you have a business that would like us to come in and work on your behalf to help and solve the issues that you have with your 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 board of directors or your staff in general so um, that's we're now starting to push that and we've got a few uh, events coming up where we're pushing that um, Jonathan you've got your website which is decodingpain.com yes and you specialise in the obviously the, the emotional stuff and the, the, the chronic pain as well I work specifically with chronic painful conditions physical painful conditions but I treat lots of different problems uh, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and lots of other problems because of the way I look at things. Yeah, great. Uh, oh, we can get in touch with myself as well. My website's healingthemind.co.uk. Um, I'm a specialist in dealing with anything from depression, anxiety, trauma, PTSD, or if even if you're general, your life is just you're just generally stuck in life and you don't know where you're going what direction you're going I'm getting quite a lot of that at the moment or stuff from your past you're struggling with uh, I can help you literally switch that off and uh, get rid of it for you uh, and we've got our Facebook group which is facebook.com at Inside Out Effect I believe Perfect. so uh, we're going to be off uh, we did put out a, uh, a, uh, a sort of a poll really for what we we're going to do for the next podcast and we've sort of done this one ourselves because we thought it was pertinent right now but we've had a few suggestions coming over the last we've had we quite have. a lot of suggestions actually yeah. and I think we're going to be taking one of them so um, yeah I think I think probably OCD OCD okay yeah, yeah. OCD. so good I'm glad you said that because yeah. I, I, I'm sort of I'm sort of swinging towards that as well because I know yeah. a lot of people have and it creates a lot of anxiety as well OCD so. oh okay so well, we're going to get a double bubble with that one yeah. yeah great so anyway so if you know anyone who has OCD or uh, or if you have it yourself tune in to our next podcast next week where we'll be discussing in detail OCD what causes it uh, what the solution is to solve it and how to change it yes and how to change it so anyway so thanks ever so much for listening uh, we really appreciate you um, uh, tuning in to us uh, please like please share and please get the message out to uh, anybody who that you think you can help with our podcast so from me it's Stephen Jakes I'm wishing you a really good uh, bank holiday weekend and to you Jonathan have a lovely weekend guys enjoy the sunshine enjoy the summer Keep smiling, stay healthy, stay happy, and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next week. Goodbye.